everyone to the best of Shore Park, and we're here at Data Center Pilates with Miss Amy. Um, she's going to give us a little bit of background into why Pilates is her inspiration, and I love her story. So why don't we start there? I know this isn't this isn't what you're this isn't where you started in Pilates. Um, so how I got into owning my own business. Yeah. Okay. So I had worked in the beauty industry for about. Total 25 years, so a long time. Yeah. And there were a lot of things I loved about it. I loved the people I worked with. I loved helping to build a company. I think we got to the place where I had about 70 people in my department and we did all kinds of fun things, but it was never my passion. Right. So um, when I had kids, I had kids when I was a little bit older, and when I was on maternity leave, I just really enjoyed being with my son. I think my priorities changed a little, <laughs> a little bit because I was working a lot. I was traveling all the time. I had to go to Calgary and Vancouver and all kinds of stuff. And I just, I knew that I wanted to be around a little bit more. And I think because of my energy, I needed so much energy to be a good mom. I needed to be a little happier that way too. So I think I used to just sit around and think, so if I didn't have to go back to work when maternity <laughs> was over, you know, if I won the lottery, Right. And I, I literally would think that. And I would think, you know what? I love Pilates. And I hadn't done Pilates in probably 10 years. I had done it years ago. I always loved it, but I was living downtown at the time. It made sense. And then I had moved and I was just so busy with work, I didn't do it. But I always knew I really, really connected to that because I used to dance as a kid. I used to teach dance. I, so it felt very familiar. And so I just kept thinking like, Maybe that's something I have to do because in my job I was teaching people like right. I was the head of education and I used to do all kinds of that I love mentoring people so I thought well maybe I'm gonna get back into that maybe that's something I could do so I started taking the classes again and I thought oh wow like they know a lot and I don't know any of that right. <laughs> yeah. so maybe not <laughs> but I was just kind of at a place where I'm like why not try it? Like I've learned, I've had to learn, I didn't know how to write curriculum, I learned how to write curriculum. Like there was all kinds of things in my job that I didn't know how to do either. I started as a hairstylist yeah. and ended up running a division. So if I could do that, I could learn this. Of course, yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. So I um, decided to take the training. I did the mat training, which was uh, I think three or four months. And then I decided to try the equipment training, which was another nine months plus apprenticeship, all as, over the years, as I've had my second child, going back to work full time, so it was a lot. <laughs> and still not loving where you were. Like, no, it was a means to an end. I liked it, and yeah. I liked the people, and I had a real loyalty to the people I worked with yeah. and to the, to what we had grown because I had helped and felt a part of it. But it was I knew it wasn't my passion. So um, yeah, so I start I did that. I started working part time. Um, out here and then the studio out here decided to close and they had a still still had a studio downtown and she kind of said you know if anybody wants to open a studio like she was very cool about it I had a really good relationship with her but I was the newest teacher mm -hmm. <laughs> right so I was kind of walking around like so who's gonna open <laughs> are you gonna open a studio yeah. I'll follow you like like hoping that someone would open one and I talked to Morella, who is now my business partner, 
who I didn't know very well at all because we never teach together. And she kind of said, you know, I've always wanted to open one. And I thought, well, I mean, I do. she kind of was saying she didn't know a lot about business stuff. And I said, well, I work on business stuff all the time. Right. Maybe I could do it. Like, and then it was kind of like, we didn't have a lot of other options. Right. <laughs> so it was something I might've done eventually in the future with a little bit more experience. Mm -hmm. But because of the circumstance, it was like, okay, let's try it. I still had a full-time job. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't, you know, I didn't have to rely on it. And so we just bought equipment, found a place to rent. And we had a great relationship with the studio that was closing. And, you know, they let us talk to all the clients so that if clients wanted to stay in Short Park, they could follow us. And so they did. That is brilliant. Yeah. And how long has Incentor been open? 10 years. Oh, that's crazy. I, I love it. And if you guys don't know, we're tucked in the back side of, or the front side, I don't know, the, the north back. side the of Sherwood yes. Park yeah. um, on uh, off of uh, Baseline and Broadmoor. So, uh, and it is a lovely studio. The ambiance is beautiful. Uh, the equipment is incredible. And I've had the pleasure of taking private classes and absolutely enjoyed every moment because there was parts of my body that I didn't even know had a muscle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to get an idea. So Pilates, who is, like, it, it, we all have, we all gravitate to a type of exercise. Right. So do you find that people that love Pilates just do Pilates? yoga people love yoga or do you have a lot of people that come in and out and cross train I think it's a mix okay. so I find that we certainly have a clientele that come here a couple times a week and this is all they like they hate the gym yeah they hate the atmosphere of different things and they just love the community here too because a lot of them have been in the same class together for 10 years right um, but we also like I find athletes really appreciate it and I think that's why you like I knew you would like it when you and I had talked about it because yeah. you understand your body you understand your strength and you're willing to kind of go somewhere different <laughs> and find something something new and a different way to work so working with athletes is really great um, people who hate the gym right. usually come here they lay on the reformer start with footwork and they they literally a lot of them will say oh my god <laughs> like this feel, it feels good in my body. Yeah, and and so we've got the basic piece of equipment, the reformer. Reformer. Um, but then you guys take that another step to yeah. we can change the reformer into into a tower. Okay. Which is like the Cadillac. So yeah. Cadillac would technically have both ends and a top. Right. Which I would really only ever use for private. So we do a lot of group classes. So we use the tower and the reformer, and then we also have a chair. Right. So, and I don't know, I don't know which one. I, I love the um, when the tower was uh, available because we would do a lot of leg work yeah. off the tower. And that was um, empowering because I was like, geez, it just feels like I just squatted, you know, my best squat day. Yeah. Um, is there people that you would think, because it, it really doesn't have an age limitation, which I think is what I love about the, the grace of it is that it just, that like you could have springs, light springs, medium, heavy, you have all these abilities mm -hmm. to change the resistance. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't have an age limitation. No, and it's it's interesting because I have ladies that have come forever and some of them are seniors and sometimes someone will come in and they're new and they'll think, and I can see that I watch them kind of look around and be like, oh, 
you know, and then we'll start doing some of the moves and they'll just say, oh my, like what, how are they doing that? Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like, cause they practice every week and yeah. they're strong as heck. You know, like they don't walk around like they are strong as heck inside. Yeah, absolutely. Because it is all very small articulations of muscles, um, spine rotation and curvatures. And yeah. so, it, but it, what do you find the most exciting, like, about somebody that needs maybe rehab in your studio. I, you know, actually, I'm thinking of a, a common friend of ours, Charlene, who had broken her elbow. Yeah. And I mean, some of her base was from Pilates. Mm -hmm. And had she not have had that, I don't know how quickly that return back to Pilates and regular exercise would have been for her. Yeah. Yeah. No, she and she's a great student. Like, yeah. She's very um, conscientious in how she works. She wanted to learn more. Yeah. 
and ideally you're getting the nervous system involved as well as your breathing as well as these um, small muscle groups that may not get involved in some of the other exercises that you do do you have um, a, somebody that could really benefit like a population that could really benefit from taking a class in, that comes up for you I find one thing that really helps with is balance okay so and a lot of people don't have great balance mm -hmm. well when do we practice it right yeah so we'll do stuff where you're standing on one foot and it's shocking you hard okay and now close your eyes right <laughs> yeah. you know and there's things like that where people who struggle with that and that's not necessarily an age thing sometimes it can be harder as you get a little bit older but there's a lot of young people that don't have a lot of balance and that's because you don't have the core stabilizers kind of firing so um anybody who struggles with that type of thing can be really really beneficial and it just it makes you feel good like it's you know when you're not feeling in shape or you just kind of feel like jello like yeah. you don't have soft. That i call it soft yeah. yeah but you know when you're doing this like strength you can feel that you move from your center so that no matter what you do if you are into like kickboxing or something else you can go into that and you feel your core you're like one step ahead already right like perfect for what you're doing okay so before we leave we're going to leave the audience with one thing that they can do from a, um, a, kin a kin kinesthetic awareness okay. to because you guys i love the way you uh, cue the core so you talk about the zipping it up, mm -hmm. right? So, and I think that's important because, you know, um, for us, uh, like 50 years old, we have been taught that we have to do crunches and cardio and, um, you know, maybe now that, now that we're uh, getting into the new age, we're doing planks. But at the end of the day, I think we forget that if we just engage and be aware and mindful of where that core is, mm -hmm. that could be some of our best work exercise for that uh, for those muscles so when you're cueing specifically core um, to get people braced for whatever that exercise is mm -hmm. let's go through those cues okay so we think about the breath first so okay. in, in yoga and pilates are similar in ways that it's mind body but the breath is different so in pilates we breathe in through the nose and out through the mouth okay so it's a little bit and it, some less belly breathing and more costal breathing which is through your rib cage okay so you're expanding your rib cage and then on your exhales you're narrowing but you're also starting to funnel your ribs down so if you think of your center we kind of want to think about moving from our center so we start so from top to bottom on my exhale i kind of want to narrow everything down so i'm feeling strength and energy kind of reach down to my center so if i'm going down to my center i have to go up through my center which is your pelvic floor right which is
and then you feel centered, and then you feel like you could just move a little bit through your foot. And and if you just try that, like just mm -hmm. even sitting there uh, with your feet uncrossed, and yeah. you bring in your breath to through the nose, exhale through the mouth. Yeah. Um, and you're look and you're looking for that funnel. Automatically, the one thing that you're going to do is sit up taller. Absolutely. Because you have to. Yeah. As soon as I see that, I see the whole room. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah, and then, you have to. And they walk out like that too, which is really cool. Sometimes yeah. people will come after work and they'll kind of drag themselves in, but when they leave, like you feel taller, you feel longer, you feel stronger. Yeah. And then, I mean, I, I know as we age, we, I mean, it, I use it like overuse muscles, right? Mm -hmm. You know, we overuse yeah. because we're sitting in yeah. these certain positions or standing in these certain positions all day long. Mm -hmm. Well, as you age, like there's, of course things are going to start to yeah. break down just from your daily use like we're getting older yeah. so um, the idea of being mindful even in um, small bits of time while you're brushing your teeth while you're sitting in your vehicle driving like it doesn't have to be something purposeful in the mm -hmm. sense that you go to a class yeah um, I mean we love that but at the end of the day if you're just looking at these small little bits of mindfulness mm -hmm. that could be enough for you to just lift everything up. And we try and talk about that too. Like a lot of people will have the forehead oh, head absolutely. Right? which is so normal just because we're always doing stuff or on our phones. But even we'll talk, like we'll do an exercise where we're doing little um, tilts and we'll say when you're at a red light, every time you're at a red light, push your head into the headrest. Right. Bring your chin in. Lengthen the back of your neck because we get so compressed in here, of right? Of course. From how we live. And so little things like that are just great. Yeah. And, and this is like a, I mean, if you haven't already got this from some of the inter, uh, the uh, social media, we're talking about consistency yeah. in all facets. Yeah. Consistency of movement, nutrition, um, mindfulness, awareness. Like, it, you know, that all or nothing approach is really, um, has really gone out. Yeah. <laughs> we, we've, we've taken it out. Um, there's, uh, there, you know, like the, the hardcore 30 and then you never do anything for the other uh, 11 months of the year. Mm -hmm. Like that's all gone by the wayside. We're looking at keeping things consistent. Mm -hmm. So if you guys want to try, Cindy and her group run privates. A great place to start just to get a, a acquainted with the equipment and how your body moves. Uh, group classes. Yeah, group classes are only six people. So it's, yeah, it's almost like group. private training and they're all Right, um, as well as even if you put your own group together, like a yeah, small group, private group, yeah, yeah, private groups. So if this is something that you'd like to try and it's been on your bucket list, let's um, support local, give Cindy a call or find her on the website, um, in Center Pilates. In Center Pilates? Yeah, yeah absolutely. And um, I'll look forward to any questions that you guys have, just uh, reach out because this has been amazing. And I hope, I hope you get a chance to really um, find some of that core and that posture because it does make a difference. Right, so a heavy squat. You can do play kneeling down. Right. 
this one, if you want harder, right? Harder is less spring because I have to support. Right. A lot more. But that's uh, like from a Pilates perspective. Yeah, that's, and that's what yeah. we're looking for. So sometimes it's the same move, but you, you change it by either making it heavier, make it lighter, change the choreography a little bit. Yeah, okay. So. Perfect, let's do a progression. Let's do that, um, the one with the uh, spring on, and then the one with the plank, the toes, uh, the feet up. And the um, there's three of them: the plank, the knees off, and then the legs up. That'd be brilliant. Okay, ready? Mm -hmm. All right. So you're going to show us a progression on planks. So give us an idea of what's going on with the springs and the machine that you're on, because I think it'd be important for everybody to understand what you're on. So this, is, on. so this is the reformer. The reformer is a carriage that moves that has spring resistance. So sometimes I have heavy springs because I want extra weight to work with, which can make it more challenging. Sometimes the less springs I have, the more support I have to do myself. Right. So that's where all the deep core training comes in. So you can kind of progress these things. So I've got kind of a, a medium spring on right now. So if I was going to start with a kneeling plank, so this would be what I would do with a beginner. So I'd find a nice plank position, making sure I'm strong through my core, strong through my shoulder girdle, my shoulder girdle, and then I can press out. So I've got some support with the springs, but I can do some plank work here. And we do all kinds of different knee press, we do um, holds, sometimes we'll take one hand and kind of roll it Then, to progress that, I might pick up the knees and do like some knee hover stuff. So my knees are never going to come down, so I need to support myself. So not only do you change positions to progress, but now you can change stability as well as the resistance. Yeah, so I can create more instability, which makes it harder. So if I lighten my spring, put on a nice light spring instead, and do any of that, I'm working a lot harder, right? So you can, it's nice because in a group of six people, even though our classes are kind of in level, there's people have different stuff going on and different levels of years of, of training. So you can always, Right, but 
which at the gym would be great, right? Which I, I'm not saying we should do lighter, but I sometimes do glasses. Right, exactly. Um, that is perfect. So that gives us a really good idea on progressing uh, a basic plank okay. into something that we could see in a Pilates studio. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Cool.